You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lowe's sabe que entre más opciones tengan los pros, mejores son las posibilidades para sus clientes. Por eso hemos tenido en cuenta a los pros como tú, para crear la mejor exhibición con una gran variedad de marcas exclusivas de alfombra Stainmaster, pisos de vinilo Procore Plus y pisos laminados Pergo. Aprovecha grandes cantidades de los artículos que necesitas y a buenos precios cada día. Otra razón más por la que Lowe's es el nuevo hogar de los pros. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove. And this is your destination for news, views, trends, whatever it is you need to optimize and maximize your mobile presence. Whether you have a website, an app, a multi-channel campaign, or even a multiplayer game, it's all here. And I am absolutely thrilled that our show now ranks among the top 23 demand gen podcasts you need to listen to to make you a better marketer. But we're going to switch gears today and we're going to talk about what you need to succeed in mobile games. And the reason is, is because mobile games is, okay, number one, uh, clearly the largest category by far in the App Store. And uh, so if you have a non-gaming app, um, you know, it's not a signal right now to say, okay, I'm going to tune out. This is not for me because games category is the app category that Crack the code on marketing, user acquisition, analytics, data-driven marketing. I mean, you name it, they've done it. They figured it out. So there's a lot you can learn and apply to your business. And just to put this into some perspective for you, okay, being the data nerd that I am, right? Um, some data from Sensor Tower for Q2 2017. Uh, reading here, quoting their re latest numbers. Mobile games accounted for about 77% of all global revenue on Apple App Store uh, and for the quarter and approximately 88% of spending on Google Play. So 
clearly games are making money hand over fist and we need to understand you know how they do it but we also need to understand if you have a games app you have to figure out okay great how do i continue to grow my revenues you know growth is great but it's a mature market it's not a given that you're going to continue to rake in incremental revenues in 2018 so loads of questions which is why i'm thrilled to have josh burns he's founder at Digital Dev Connect. Uh, I've known Josh for a while because I've interviewed him for some great Forbes articles and I'm just glad to have him on the show. I've been asking him and here he is. Uh, over at Digital Dev Connect, he works with game developers, game publishers, and service providers in online and mobile, supporting them in key business areas including strategy, market intelligence, marketing, game publishing, business operations, product management, and business development. So certainly the work's there. And before that, he worked at Six Waves, leading the U.S. product management team for one of the largest publishers of games for Facebook, iOS, Android, where he managed and launched over 100-plus apps. And before that, you know, he was also working in uh, uh, games based on IP, from uh, Eminem, Disney, Dungeons and Dragons. So long track record, very relevant to our show. Uh, loads of stuff here, Josh. Long CV. Thanks for joining. Yeah, no problem. Really excited to uh, to join you here and share some uh, insights. I'm I'm excited to hear them because I said I interviewed you for a couple of Forbes articles and I've been watching you and watching your posts out there. And uh, before we deep dive into some of those insights, you're doing some other things. Uh, as I understand it, you have an editorial position, so you sort of joined the dark side with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I recently uh, started working with the Grow.co team uh, around uh -huh. their gaming insiders uh, entity, helping kind of revitalize that and doing some of the the content around the newsletter. So excited to help help work on that and grow that sort of gaming uh, community online. Very cool. And maybe some of our listeners, you know, they might want to contribute some of their uh, insights in the form of columns and the like. I mean, do you take contributed content? Uh, yeah, so we, we take submissions um, mm -hmm. for articles. We're still kind of uh, figuring out a lot of the specifics. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely open to people submitting content um, for our newsletter and we'll be evolving it from just sort of a, a list of articles to um, some stuff that's a little bit more engaging as we get uh, sort of the basics in place over the next okay. uh, couple months. Well, you know, that's always interesting to know because uh, people in games, you know, these games, UA Ninjas and the likes, you know, I mean, they're rock stars in their own right, right? Uh, and yeah. uh, their insights are news. Um, so I was going on and on about what we can learn from games companies because I watch the entire industry, not just games, and it's just astounding. You know, you have these these ninjas, as I say, games UA ninjas. They 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 benchmark. They 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 push the boundaries in all directions. And I'm always getting up on my platform and saying to non-gaming companies, you know, marketers across every other category, guys, we have a lot to learn from games companies. Um, you agree, yeah. I would imagine? What do we have to learn from them? Yeah, so I mean, if you, like you touched on earlier, kind of, if you look at new platforms um, for consumers, you know, gaming is always usually one of the first sort of movers onto these new platforms. So, mm. you know, we've been working on mobile for, since the beginning, we figured out workarounds to make free-to-play games even before there was in-app purchases. Um, and from the marketing perspective, you know, as the revenue opportunity grows, then, you know, comes everyone else. So people have become very sophisticated in terms of their marketing, marketing intelligence, very data-driven. And how do you bring that together also with 
with with your product, um, with your your mobile game or mobile app. So, I totally agree. I think um, you know the gaming landscape on mobile is incredibly mature, and the other sort of verticals and the app store, the other categories are quickly quickly catching up uh, as they become more sophisticated around a lot of the stuff that we've been doing in gaming for you know uh, probably the last uh, three or four years. Absolutely. I mean, it's always I've. I was always astounded um, at the dashboards that gaming companies, when I would visit them, I mean, it looked like I was visiting the New York Stock Exchange. You know, it was just like screens and watching the cost of uh, CPIs and, and CPMs. Yep. Uh, I, I remember we had a woman here on our, on our show even. I said, you know, how do you start your day? And she's like, well, every day before I start work, I check uh, the CPMs on Facebook. I said, you're, you're serious, right? Um, so it is very data driven. What about what you're doing? You know, you're advising companies with this. Do you advise them in uh, in in marketing specifically? I mean, is there is there yeah. something they can be doing uh, that uh, that you're pointing out that's even more than what they're doing right now? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of my focus is in the past uh, working on my own has been working with kind of smaller, you know, companies focus on the mobile space, mostly in gaming and helping them with a lot of these areas. Because if you think of, uh, you know, gaming is you have sort of the balance of the sort of art and the science. And there's a lot of, you know, studios who are more skewed towards the art. And so in my perspective, to be like a sustainable business, you need to be somewhere at the intersection of both. You have to have some innovation, some, you know, creativity, but you have to have balance that with sort of the data driven science of what you're doing. So, from my perspective, uh, there's a lot of sort of learnings around um, marketing and analytics, you know, basically building a product and, and thinking about these things as you build it uh, that, you know, non-gaming sort of verticals can definitely utilize. So, you know, it's always surprises me coming out of gaming and working with non-gaming uh, developers, focus on consumer consumers, like you see these apps that are, you know, the top 10 for your downloads or these type of things. And the sophistication is quite low. You know, they don't aren't tracking any even very basic data around retention. Um, you know, tracking like the new user sort of onboarding flow and trying to optimize that to maximize like every the value of every install or even their monetization strategy is still very simplistic in terms of you know showing like display ads um, or even launching without any of this stuff and then suddenly when their app catches traction. Then they're trying to you know scramble to add all these things back in, which frankly, from my perspective, is 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 too late. So, um, you know, I think uh, even with a small team, there's a lot you can be doing with a lot of the free free tools out there. They help sort of out of the box. Will will assist you with a lot of these different areas if it's you know attribution tools for marketing and understanding where your users are coming from and where they're performing the best in terms of sort of engagement and retention. Um, and then your analytics tools to help understand, you know, how people are using your product um, and try to refine it so that, you know, the most more people who are coming to the top of the funnel, you can retain them, you know, 30, 60, mm -hmm. 90 days out. So absolutely, it's about understanding those analytics and those tools and uh, and learning the lessons of super successful games companies. We have to get a break right now, Josh, but when we get back, we're going to talk about more about these tools, maybe get you to lift the lid on a couple of names and uh, mm -hmm. talk about some opportunities for games companies as well, looking out into 2018. So don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove and our guest today, Josh Burns, founder at Digital Dev Connect. And Josh, before the break, we were talking about, you know, basically what we have to learn from games companies because they definitely get attribution. They understand getting people, you know, from the top of the funnel all the way through, acquiring, retaining users. Um, what would you suggest are some of the types of tools or you know the must-haves that maybe other marketers would do well to note? Yeah, so I mean, I think there's really two key areas of tools. Um, mm-hmm. And the good news over time is a lot of things are consolidating to less less things to integrate. But you know, the key is like a, a analytics suite. So basically something like mix panel or amplitude, which allows you to essentially, uh, you know, measure the health of your app in terms of retention, understand as you do marketing campaigns, like how that affects your sort of active user counts. And then you can get into more sophisticated uh, stuff like segmentation and A-B testing and analysis from that perspective to really drill down and make changes to your app and measure how those impact um, kind of these key KPIs. Um, Cause you know, Regardless of whether you're in gaming or non-gaming, retention is is you know a key metric that transcends kind of everything. So that's sort of the health of your product, and you know you need to be monitoring that at the mm-hmm. top level, but also at the very detailed level. Um, and then from the promotion side, the marketing side, you know attribution at this this point is essential for everyone to have. There's great tools out there um, like uh, AppsFire, Adjust, uh, Tune, Kachava. You know, a lot of them have very, very favorable pricing model um, for smaller, smaller companies. Um, that's you know per unit, um, so you know it's easy to integrate, um, and it gives you a lot of out of the box capabilities um, 
to track kind of like as you get users and, and, and traffic from different sources, how do those perform? Is there certain channels for, for new, new users that are performing better than others? And so you can refocus on those in terms of your efforts, if it's, you know, uh, you know uh, resources and time versus, you know, out-of-pocket cost. Um, so to me, those are sort of table stakes. You need to have those regardless of what sort of vertical you're in. Um, and the good news is these tools are becoming more and more sophisticated uh, so that you don't have to do a lot of, you know, customization or building, um, you know, doing complex, working with raw data in some complex uh, manner for those who are less sophisticated. So we definitely know we have these tools that games companies are using to grow. You know, that's the key to their mobile growth. Um, really good that you also share a few, Josh. That's really helpful. Now let's look at the games companies themselves. I mean, it's a mature market. I wrote recently in a Forbes post, actually, that we were just coming out of a, a games deal sort of ice age, um, you know, melting away and starting to see some some cash, but not not a lot. So, you know, your 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 options are limited if you're looking for growth, um, funding, exits, what have you. What are you advising your clients when they say, hey, you know, I want to continue to ride the wave in 2018. What do you tell them they can do? Yeah, so I mean, we've been working in the gaming side of the mobile ecosystem for what seems like forever now. It's not <laughs> long relative to the total industry, but, you know, things are very mature now. Um, you know, if you look at the top grossing games, uh, they're sort of the same that they have been for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, to compete at the top of that, can compete at the top of the market, you know, you're investing, people are investing millions of dollars in development, spending two years to build a product and then millions of dollars on marketing. So the reality is for the majority of, of game studios focus on mobile, it's very difficult to compete. Um, and so the most, you know, downward pressure is on that middle tier of the market um, where they're, um, you know, a lot of them unfortunately are kind of going out of business because they don't have the capital and resources to build games that can compete at that level anymore. So in terms of more than a photographer, you're a biographer writing the rules. This is your school of shadows of shutter. Every thought you utter is how you get into it with the XPS. Get into your universe at Dell.com slash XPS verified for exceptional experiences with Intel Evo platform. Of the different strategies, um, you know, a lot of people are looking at M&A opportunities, not just mm -hmm. to exit the market, but to align themselves with a larger company so that they then have the resources and capital to compete at the top end if they wanted to continue to build games. So that's one sort of avenue that, you know, companies that I've talked to and work with are looking at. Um, and then the other is sort of maximizing, uh, you know, the what you have currently. And I think this is a trend, not only for the middle tier, but also for you know, everyone up to the top of the market because we're building, you know, much fewer or fewer games every year because the development costs and development timeline is so high. We want to do the most we can with what we have. And what that means is essentially, you know, whereas people might have built a product and focused their marketing efforts on North America and Western Europe, you know, now it's about how can I bring that content to as many different markets uh, globally as possible? Because obviously incrementally, mm -hmm. Even if you, even if you, even if you have to make slight changes to your product, it's much uh, less effort and time versus building a new game. So, you know, looking at markets like Asia, um, you can look at like local partnerships to bring your games into the different markets there. You know, where you have three of the five biggest mobile gaming markets in China and South Korea and Japan. Um, you can do stuff on your own 
that's more simplistic. If it's you know working uh, your app store uh, materials, you know changing the screenshots to be more relevant to those local audiences, making sure the the localization is super high quality in your product. You know, having internal resources that speak the local language and can reach and engage your audience uh, on those platforms. Um, that's a kind of you know more accessible strategy for smaller de- smaller to mid-sized developers to enter these sort of um, international markets. Um, I mean, I mean, the, going, go, yeah. to your point, Josh. I mean, going global is a good one. Um, makes a lot of sense, but it's also not that simple. I mean, these are these are markets where if you don't work with their partners, you're not going to make it. So if we're thinking about a company in North America, would they work with you so that you can put them, you know, like broker that? Because between you and the end user in, say, China, there's got to be the, the person who's sort of brokering the, the, the relationship there and then someone in the middle and then someone getting you into that. In other words, there's a lot of steps and you mm-hmm. sort of need a Sherpa on this. You know, you need a guide. Is that what you do over at your company? Yeah, so that's a lot of my focus is uh, working with developers in the gaming space specifically, you know, both small and, and large, um, you know, from sort of startups to, you know, bigger companies like Zenga is just one is just understanding these markets um, mm-hmm. from a strategic perspective, identifying kind of where is our opportunity based on the type of game that we have based on the genre, um, where they've seen any type of traction. Yeah, and then facilitating um you know, sort of a, you know, multi sort of a two option state process. One is the self-publishing and that's working with them around some of the stuff that I talked about, which was, you know, making sure the localization is high quality, looking at like local marketing channels um, to reach users there, you know, building like the internal operations to support the game in those markets. And then the other side is putting in place those partnerships to bring in like a third party to help uh, with that. Uh, and that's definitely always an option. Um, I think, uh, if we think about the mobile market, you know, globally, it's very mature everywhere. So the challenge from that sort of partnership perspective, working with a local partner in China uh, or Korea, is that they're trying to sort of make their business work in their home market. And so that has sort of translated to less interest in sort of working with foreign content. Um, mm-hmm. So that means more, more Western developers who are interested in Asia are forced to kind of figure figure out the what they can do on their own to maximize their revenue. Um, Cause when you think about these sort of deals, uh, you know, like when I was, you know, working with, with Zingo, we, you know, they finally announced a deal with NetEase for one of their games. You know, this is a process that takes two years and then it will take another year to, you know, adapt the game. And then, you know, so the amount of time and resources these large scale deals take is quite significant. So if you think of like from an ROI perspective of time and effort versus like additional revenue, doing some of the basic stuff uh, on your own, which is fairly low effort that I talked about earlier, can actually like maybe be the best strategy for the majority of of folks, not only in gaming, but also in in non-gaming verticals. So you're talking about going global is one of them. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about this even um, after the break, but... uh, Another one is just making certain that you're making yourself really attractive or or eligible, in a sense, for M&A <laughs> as a possibility there, because you have to align yeah. with the right partners. Um, just curious, in a in a in a in a just a, a quick note here. I mean, 
is there a percentage or a number of your clients when you look out at them? Are they saying, oh, I'm really interested in M&A or no, I'm really going global? I mean, what is hot with them? Uh, <laughs> it's a great question. I mean, in terms of percentage, I would say, I mean, a smart, smart studio is always uh, doing both. I mean, the reality is like when I talk to people looking at acquisitions, you know, they, they kind of are, you know, so everything's always for sale. It's just depends on the price. So <laughs> I think for studios, um, you know, especially ones that raise capital, it's always something um, that's top of mind and even more so these days with the constraints of raising more money and, and again, competing in the market. So it'd be tough to give a percentage, but it's definitely a majority. Um, you know, it may not be their primary focus, but they're always having those discussions. They're always, um, uh, you know, talking to the potential acquirers and keeping them up to date. And that also aligns with like the globalization piece. So, you know, most of the guys, uh, studios um, are, you know, looking at international markets, especially Asia, because a lot of the sort of acquirers um, at the top end of the market are from, you know, from that market. Um, so showing that they have interest and capabilities to be global, to be successful in the West and in Asia is very appealing um, to a lot of the companies if they're in Korea or China um, from an acquisition perspective. So, um, you know, I think everyone in the, you know, if you're not, unless you're a hobbyist, I think you have to be thinking about these things. If you, you have a real business with, with a team and recurring costs, um, it's just the way that you need to be sort of operating. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about your choices and your options, but uh, don't go away, listeners. We're going to go on a break and then we're going to be back with Josh Burns from Digital Dev Connect. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. 
mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove and our guest today, Josh Burns, founder at Digital Dev Connect. Josh, great show. I've been enjoying your insights. You have such a track record in you know, advising companies in, in being serious businesses, really, as you said, you know, if you're unless you're a hobbyist, you need to be thinking about M&A. You need to think think about your partnerships. You need to think about where you're going to get that growth in a mature market. So let's just take M&A for a moment. You know, you want to be acquired. Do you have any tips or checklist or thoughts about how to make certain you align with the right partner and don't just put yourself out there? Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of like what folks are looking for in terms of acquisition is it's there's definitely a lot of, of, of companies out there looking. Um, you know, I think the main uh, sort of filters is, you know, one is definitely financial metrics. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, people are looking for sort of a minimum revenue scale, um, you know, let's say like a million dollars a month. Uh, is kind of like the minimum where, you know, it doesn't make sense in most cases to do a deal. Um, mm-hmm. If your your revenue scale is less than that uh, and profitability is, is though really key. So, you know, this is a, it's a challenging market where you're, you know, acquiring traffic and uh, you know, maybe the time horizon is for some of these t- genres of games is quite long. Um, and so uh, still though, you know, the profitability is really key. You know, these companies are looking uh, from both the financial perspective as well as the capabilities. Um, it, there's very few deals that are done in M&A uh, that are just purely on capabilities if the studio doesn't have like strong financials. Um, mm-hmm. So these are kind of things you definitely want to keep in mind. Um, it's difficult uh, in a challenging market sometimes to maintain these metrics. Um, but this is kind of the sort of first filter. Um, from there, I think, you know, my, this is, again, my perspective is being focused. Um, so becoming experts at a specific, you know, specific genre. Um, so instead of, you know, trying to do casino and RPG and match three is really being very, very good at one of those things. Because uh, then you look at sort of different types of, uh, uh, to use a word that I hate, synergy from the genre perspective or where you maybe have a company that is experts in match three and wants to add more teams that have experts in match three. Or maybe they're experts in social casino, but they want to add, you know, somebody that's experts in strategy games um, mm-hmm. and to diversify. So, uh, and again, I think in the, in the mature market, you need to be focused in general. Um, but is you know becoming sort of domain experts. The other side is is I think um, you know having those publishing expertise and capabilities. If it's user acquisition, if it's analytics, you know live operations, operating the game and, and running events. Uh, these are kind of things that differentiate you from uh, from less sophisticated teams, um, so that you can sort of operate independently after an acquisition, and maybe mm-hmm. their acquirer provides those additional capital. Um, to help you scale your model, but your model works um, and will hopefully, you know, work at the highest level. So those are some of the filters from kind of what folks are looking for and what's really interesting. Uh, In terms of, from the developer perspective, I mean, you have to do a lot of diligence. Um, You have to look at the track record of previous transactions, you know, uh, depending on what your goal is. If your goal is to integrate 
in a studio where you you know you're going to have a the ability to continue to build products that you want and operate fairly independently or are you just looking to you know exit and get as you know much money as possible um so you know there's plenty of of deals that you can look at that have not gone uh gone very well um you know i yeah i mean i do some work in the legal area and there's more of these type of uh, issues after the fact where sort of the <laughs> the expectations from both sides ended up being like totally out of whack um, in terms of the discussions for these types of deals. Um, so, you know, diligence is really key. Talking to mm-hmm. other companies that have been acquired um, by them, um, you know, uh, making sure that the people you're going to work with um, is important. But reality is, uh, you know, the gaming industry is very volatile. So you could have very strong advocates uh, you know, during an acquisition and right after, but what happens when those people are gone? Um, is it a company that you feel like you can work with, you know, up to the highest levels in the culture? So, um, you know, I think... So loads and loads of choices, Josh, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, you talk about working uh, with companies. Um, these are a lot of choices. So, you know, our listeners, they should also be working these through with someone. How would they engage with you, for example? How would they get in touch with you or stay in touch with you or read what you have to say out there? Because uh, they might say, hey, I need to have advice from Josh at Digital Dev Connect. How would they do that? Yeah, so I'm always happy to talk to everyone, whether they're in gaming or non-gaming. So my website is uh, Josh M burns.com and you can go there send me a message um, and I will get back to you uh, with something uh, at some point so um, you know I'm always looking forward to talking to people working on new stuff on you know I work with a lot of smaller companies that are doing interesting things um, and that's kind of uh, why I work independently Um, so you do work with people who make under a million a month right (laughs) yes I do work (laughs) with people that are currently not making anything so that's not an issue (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's great. And I'd love to have you back. So I will indeed be inviting you back. And in the meantime, that, my friends, is a wrap of another episode of Mobile Presence. So until next time, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. If you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at mobilegroove.com. Mobile Groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content, marketing, and app marketing services. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.